is Jonathan Bass from the What Now Conversations for Life podcast. I'm just going to interrupt for just a second here. We'll get to today's episode in just a moment. But first, I wanted to make a special announcement and let all of you know that we are going to be taking a break here through the busy holiday season. And so uh, we will be back, Lord willing, after the first of the year with some brand new episodes. And so we hope you all have a wonderful and Merry Christmas, a wonderful New Year's, and we'll be back here shortly. Now on to today's episode. Y'all have a great day. Hello and welcome to another episode of What Now? Conversations for Life. I'm your host, Jonathan Barker, along with Jake Easter and Jonathan Bass. And the reason I said that slowly is because last time I had that all you jacked got it up. Right. But I got it right this time. <laughs> got it right. And um, we thank you for uh, listening to another episode today. We hope you've had a great Thanksgiving. And, uh, man, we had a great Thanksgiving. Eat too much turkey and pumpkin pie. How about y'all? Always. Absolutely. Yes, I don't know my limits. My mom makes the best sweet potato casserole. So, Have you eat your brother's pumpkin pie? My brother <laughs> makes a pumpkin pie? Your brother makes a pumpkin pie. I did not know that. I love my brother. We're five years apart. We get yeah. along great, but I did not know he made a pumpkin you pie. You didn't know nothing about the pie? No. Mm. He's holding out on us. Yeah, tell him to make you one. Huh. <laughs> what about that? I don't know nothing about your brother's pumpkin pie. I don't so. know nothing about my well, brother's pumpkin pie. Oh, me. I didn't well, know my brother could cook. This is, this is really... Um, Interesting. I'm going to have to talk to my brother right. about Yeah, that. so I went in the coffee shop yes. the other day, <laughs> uh-huh. and they said, hey, have you tried Scotty's pumpkin pie? I said, Scotty who? And they <laughs> said, Scotty Easter, and I kind of done like Jonathan just yeah. did. And according to them, it's like the best pumpkin pie that's on the market today. I'm going to have to talk to him. He yeah. work, He travels some for his work. Probably what he's done, he's probably went down there to one of them Sam's down there near <laughs> near Charlotte or somewhere. It's funny. And, and took it out of the box and brought it back. Like, I, that is funny. No, I love my brother. I should say. Uh, that is so funny. That's something I would that's do. That's what I'd do. I yeah. would do. Exactly I, I mean, I'd hey, do. you know, for our get-together here at the church, that's what we do. We go yeah. to Sam's and get... Uh, for stuff. our Thanksgiving, we do a Wednesday night Thanksgiving meal, the Wednesday uh-huh. night before Thanksgiving, and we go to Sam's. Yeah. We get, hey, shout out here, um, give me a free um, egg next <laughs> time I come in. We have Central Cafe to cater it. Yeah. And, man, you'll not find no better. We right? do. We, you'll not, and I know it's Jake's mom and daddy, yeah. but you'll we've not got find into, no better. We've got into there at the church, uh, which I've just been there January. It'll be a year, but the deacons come to me. And the last meal we done, we actually catered um, catered the meats for it and had the ladies bring the side. We had a lot, a lot of uh, things going on, uh, in particular in the church, and, and we had uh, lost some of our church members. They went home to be with the Lord, and uh, just a lot going on for our ladies. And, and we actually catered uh, the meats for it and had them Here's bring the side. Here's my fear. There's a lot of, lot of catering. Compared. Is their kitchen clean? Mm-hmm. Is their kitchen clean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For the for the members, I thought you. I thought we. No, back I on know my, the cafe yeah, is. Yeah, the cafe is. I know. <laughs> I walk in there for breakfast, and they don't even ask me what I want. They yeah. just bring my food out there. But and I, sit I, it I wonder that too. And uh, I for just, church members. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I just your can't. Kitchen clean? The potluck. Yeah. Is is like um, um, it's like a thing of the past here. Yeah. We just don't. I just don't. I just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying, Bass. Yeah. I get it. I get what you're saying. Them church ladies, though, can cook. Well, yeah. I, I like church lady food. Do you? Yeah. I, do, I do, too. I yeah. do too. I get what you're saying. I get both sides of it. I did, nice. I, I told him we, we could, still do. I told him we could do the meats catered, but but the sides. Let's right. let the ladies still. Hey, I'm gonna tell you this. That's, that's what we. What are we talking year. about? Well, today. we got on thing. It started <laughs> we with Thanksgiving. I would tell you. I would tell you one more, and and then um, we're gonna talk about uh, community community involvement. involvement. That was it. Yeah. Uh, Miss Courtney Frost comes to our church, and. Um, uh, it used to be Courtney Orange. Oh, I was I was like, that sounds familiar. Yeah, who is that? Yeah. I know who you're talking the about. The Orange family, Brother yeah. James Orange. It's one of his daughters, Miss Courtney Frost. I like them. Married, They're good people. Uh, not Courtney Frost. Courtney it, uh, Frost is her husband's name. Um, Parker, I think, is her last name. You, you're not you're not being very confident. No, Let me get not. on Facebook. Yeah, I'll get tell on you. Facebook and tell me. <laughs> but anyway, she makes this. She makes things and sells them you know she makes this pumpkin parker i told you it was yeah parker. you got it yeah she makes this pumpkin cream cheese what's it called right she's there? got a picture of them right oh, here dude, don't forget you. to order your pumpkin cream cheese muffins it's like a pumpkin roll that no one else has to touch oh uh, wow it will change your Life. She knows how to look at this. Whether it's Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving, or just a secret snack for yourself, homemade joy has all your sweet needs covered. Order yours today. <laughs> there you That's go. What I'm telling you, them things is good. Got- <laughs> how do you get involved in the community? You go to Miss Courtney. Yep. Yep. Get your buy, neighbor some <laughs> some cupcakes. Those buy your pastor. Those hey, look amazing. You want to encourage your pastor? Get him some of these these, these Courtney pumpkin cream cheese smack your mom. Look, look up homemade joy homemade on joy. Facebook. Hey, and I'll tell you this in. too. Uh, since we're right, and there. she did not pay us for any. No, but I will tell you this. <laughs> Read some of her blogs. Yeah, I have. She done one yeah. on um, uh, finding your place in life, and we sent it to all the teenage girls in our church. That was About good. That. I saw that one. It was dynamite. Yep. Mm. It was dynamite. Okay. Courtney, bring me some, some orange that we're you, We all ought to get some, some free ones things. for this. <laughs> Oranges are last <laughs> Them orange so things. Bring me some pumpkin <laughs> things. All right. Ministry involvement. Not ministry involvement. Community, community involvement. involvement. Well, that is ministry it involvement. It is. It is. Um, involving your ministry into the community. Involving your ministry. Yeah. Community. Man, coffee's good. You know it. It is. I didn't slurp either. <laughs> <laughs> I did that time, didn't I? Yep. You All did. right. So um, we had somebody ask us about doing a podcast on being involved in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, different things we can do to be involved in the community. We're going to talk about that on this one. And then we've also um, had someone write in, and this is we're, we're going to deal with this one. Um, we're just trying to figure out the right way uh, to say it all. But um, if you have a family member that's living an alternate lifestyle, mm-hmm. how do you still love that family member but at the same time separate yourself because of the Bible? Mm. Says have nothing to do with them. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to look at that um, uh, probably on the next podcast. But let's talk about this community involvement. What some ways to be involved? I need to get these last three drinks of coffee so y'all start that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, I, there at Shining Light, we just uh, we started small. We just, uh, you know, getting out in the community. Uh, well, one way to be involved is go knock on some doors in the community and let them know What's who you that? are. What's that? Knock on doors. Knock on visit. You know, a lot of churches don't have a clue what that um, is. It is. It, it's I, sad. It, it is. It's sad. Yeah, visit people. Tell people. One of the first things I did when I started pastoring there, I, I went around every house in that community just introducing myself, telling them who I was, yeah. inviting people to church, <clears throat> trying to talk to them about the Lord. And, uh, you know, people don't do that anymore. A lot no. of people just don't. Um, we live in such a society. I was telling, I was talking to somebody the other day about it. We have grown into a... Isolated society, almost everybody wants to be in their own little world. COVID yeah. changed yeah. our society. It did, yeah. From now on, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think is, we'll ever completely recuperate from some of the damage that COVID did. No. no. And no. I've noticed around the church, some, some churches have the mentality: well, we've got a church on every corner. Why mm-hmm. should we go door to door visit? You know, visiting door to door. And mm-hmm. it's amazing to me there in in Wilkes County with Sweet Home. Uh, we've not even turned left and hit Iredale County yet. We're still in Wilkes, but um, it's amazing to me the people that I've encountered um, that because I was a little bit nervous about it being you know after COVID and and I'm new to that area and everything. But it's been amazing to me the response we've received, not just from people that are not going to church. Um, that were interested in the church, but uh, people that are attending church that said, hey, thank you for stopping by. Thank mm-hmm. you for, I mean, we've been able to pray. There was one deacon, he was, uh, and his pastor had been to see him. You know, he had not been neglected by his church, but he said, you know, it's just good to see see somebody and a brother in Christ come by and we prayed with him, had prayer, you know, right. he was going through something physically and just amazing to me, although we've grew into somewhat of an isolated society, a lot of people um, have that have that mentality. It's amazing when you get down to to the need for relationship. How mm-hmm. open people are to to communication, and you're going to yeah. have people that shut the door. You're going to have people get upset with you. And uh, but what I'm finding is people are actually craving that that communication. Right. And um, so I think that's a that's a good place to start with community involvement is to is to get out and let your community know that you're there. Um, well, so many don't. You know, they pass the church three, four times a day, and it's just invisible to them. Yeah. And, and you know, I've, I've, I've tried there at Shining Light to get out in the community and let them know who we are, what we are about, and uh, just hopefully get them to the point where they, they know we're there. If yeah. they need something, they know where to come. Right. And um, we've done that several ways. We started up a food pantry and uh, started. One of the cool things that I like is um, – we started up a food pantry. We're small. We can't do a whole lot of stuff, but that's why I've tried to stick to just our our close knit community, maybe a mile or two, you know, uh, around the church. We got a lot of people that live around so our church. You, a lot yeah, of people. A lot of people. And um, and uh, we we'll, we'll do a, a food drive, pick up stuff in the pantry, let it fill up. And what we've started doing here lately is um, uh, we had our first one back at the end of September and Lord willing, we'll be doing another one here soon, just as soon as we get everything built back up. But we, we put together boxes for the community. I, I advertised it um, on Facebook and um, 
A lot of people see those, um, by the way. Don't discount Facebook advertising. It's crazy. Everybody walks around on their phone with their thumb scrolling all day long. And you can go on uh, Facebook, um, send out an ad, 20 bucks. You can target people within a mile of your location, three miles, four, whatever you want to do. And uh, they'll see that sponsored ad pop up while they're sitting there, you know, scrolling through their feed. And um, we had several people come through the church uh, to pick up free boxes of food. And uh, we take those boxes of food and make sure that there's a King James Bible in every one of them. Make sure there's invites to the church, tracks. Uh, we give out the gospel because it's not just about giving out physical food. It's, right. a, you know, the end result is to give the gospel to people, yeah. you know. And, Absolutely. And the cool thing about it is when I, I've said this several times, when you're doing something for them, they're less likely to cuss you out and slam a door in your face. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. Yeah. And uh, we have had a really good response to that. And what I've also noticed is that uh, people are, are getting used to our church. I think they're, the name is out there. And so when we do special events and I know that, I know that this can, this can be, um, controversial, but when we do special events like, um, for Easter or even like trunk or treat or something, I've seen the amount of visitors that come out for something like that have quadrupled. It is insane. And, and all it's been is just a slow involvement in the community and just, I feel like I need to throw this out there just in case anybody listening wants to hate on us for trunk or treat. Um, I decorate all the cars and we put a gospel presentation through all of them. And then every single person that comes through the line gets the gospel in their bag. And so um, we do it right. Haters are going to hate. That's all they can do, right? Yeah. But um, we do it right. There's a lot of places out there that have ruined that. I think the reason why so many churches hate doing trunk or treat is because of the ones that have done it wrong. And so, anywho, whatever. Um, and you do it right, the Lord is magnified and glorified, and a lot of people get the gospel, and hallelujah, hammer down. But um, um, I have seen attendance at those things uh, double, triple, um, even quadruple, uh, just since we've been trying to get out in the community, we've, we've done hot dog meals and, and, and we're bringing people in. It's not just, I'm out here going, Hey, yeah, we're this church right down here. Right. Uh, they're yeah. driving to our church in the right. parking lot. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, sometimes we'll have visitors from that. Uh, sometimes people that I see, uh, in those events will end up coming to church. Uh, oftentimes it's people I've never met before. They just walk in, you know, they'll say, well, he's driving by and saw your church and it's time for church. We want to go somewhere. Right. And, um, you know, they'll come in. And so, um, I think, um, you know, a lot of this isolation that we was talking about, you know, since COVID and the pandemic, a lot of that has worked its way into the church. The mentality has to. Sure. And, um, I, I try to always remember we're not a country club. Right. We're not That's a social right. club in the church. If, it, right. if you ain't doing stuff outside those four walls, you, you ain't You're doing it. You're not going to reach the people. You're not doing it. Right. right. A couple of things that yep. I thought about um, whenever we got that message was, um, I, I, and I'll just throw some things out. Um, as a pastor, if you're looking as a pastor, what can I do to be involved in my community? Number one, go to the funeral home. Hmm. Um, yeah. and introduce yourself to them at the funeral home. Yeah. Tell them, hey, I'm Jonathan Barker. I pastor Amazing Grace Baptist Church here in Mount Airy. 
if I can ever be a help to you if you ever have someone that doesn't have a preacher, um, if I can help you in any way, here's my phone number. And, you know, I do I do several funerals a year for Moody's that they just don't have a preacher. Yeah. Um, yeah. They don't know nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll call me, you know, one of the funeral directors will call me and say, hey, preachers, is there any way you can help us out with this? And, you know, a lot of preachers are not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. Because there's problems. There's, there's been times that there's two or three there. And there has been times that there's 30 or 40 there. But to me, it, there's several things right there. Number one, those people at the funeral home never forget that I'm willing to give them my time to help them right. in their time of need. Yeah. Number two, that family that's there is going to remember that. Yeah. And then number three, it's a chance to give the gospel to somebody. That's right? it, yeah. You know, no matter whether it's one, two, or, or 500, it's a chance to give the gospel to somebody. So that is one thing. Another thing is the nursing homes in your community. Yeah. Go to the nursing homes in your community and and, and say, hey, you know, um, are you allowing preachers in? Um, can, can we come in and have a service? And um, even if they say, no, you can't come in and have a service, um, walk through them every once in a while yeah. and, and say, hey, um, you know, uh, you, yes, you're there to see the, the patient, but what you're going to end up doing is you're going to end up catching that patient's family. Yeah. And you're going to be able to make a contact there. Um, another thing is go to your local sheriff's office and talk to them about the jail ministry. Hey, do you have a jail ministry? Is there a time that you allow people to come in and ministry? Uh, who can I contact about that? Mm-hmm. Could I be involved in that? Uh, if you don't have one, are you opposed to starting one? Right. Um, you know, um, that that's another good way. Um, and then letting, um, uh, here's, here's a big one. Um, go into your local fire department. Um, they, they're going to meet probably once a week or once every other week. And more yeah. than likely, it's going to be a Monday night or a Tuesday night. Go by there and, and introduce yourself. Just walk in and say, hey, is the chief here? Or, or you know, who's the senior officer here? And introduce yourself. Hey, I'm, I'm uh, Billy Bob, and I pastor the First Baptist Church of Low Gap. And I, I just wanted to stop by, give you my number if you're ever on a call, a family needs something, you know, reach out to me. If, yeah. if Is there a time that we can bring a meal? You know, do you have a monthly business meeting? Could our church feed the firemen? Can yeah. we come by and, and drop it off? And would you allow me to have prayer over the meal that night? Those are emergency services is a good way to get into your community in which everybody knows that knows me. I'm heavily involved in all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the coordinator for all of our county sheriff's office chaplains. And but it's a good way to get involved in your community and uh, go to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, do you have a chaplain here? Um, um, do you have a call list? Can I be put on your call list? And, you know, they call you. You ought to try your best to run by there. But that's just a few areas, um, you know. Um, uh, visitation is, is 
it's still the way to build your church. Right. It's still, as a pastor, that's the way. And if you're not going to get out and knock on doors, don't complain when other people don't come to visitation. Right. You know, visitation is more than that one Saturday a month yeah. for me. Yeah, sure. You know, when I leave here today, there's visits that I'm going to make today. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, there's, there's a few things. Yep. There's a... Uh, you've got... You, you can go at it from several different angles, and uh, those are all important. We've got, um, you can, I love, you mentioned the jail ministry. That is one of the, I, I know it's not for everybody, but I love it. It's a great, and I've I would had say such something a good about time, the jail ministry you know, as a preacher, um, which I don't go in our county jail because of my involvement with the officer side of the oh, sheriff's yeah. office yeah, with a butch Sperling. It's he, he takes yep. care of our jail side. But um I do Yakin County and and mm-hmm. and other jails that's close to us. And there's times when I know the last episode we was talking about discouragement. There's times that I'm discouraged and mm-hmm. I'll go to the jail. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And man, I'll leave I've been ready there. to charge hell with a water pistol. Yep. Yeah. You yep. know? Yeah. Yep, absolutely. There's a lot of ways. Um the biggest thing is I guess you could just say just just do it. Just do something. You yeah. know, just uh you know, I think for me uh, some of the stuff, you know, I was looking when we when we started there at Shining Light was just how do I get this off the ground? What do I do? And um, really, I just, you know, you see a lot of organizations around and they're doing it big, you know, and you're like, well, what in the world? You know, well, I just took a cue from the five year old selling lemonade. You know what I mean? I made up, you know, as far as the, the people in the in the church or the people in the community made up flyers, started trying to get the word out, use social media and then. And then uh, what Brother Jonathan was just saying, that's uh, that's super important. That's something that I, I was actually talking to my wife about doing this year for Christmas is is making treat bags uh, for um, our emergency services um, for some of these places that, you know, their their employees have to work. Um, they don't get they may not get the the Christmas day off with their family like we do. Or, you know, there's a lot of people I remember when when she worked you know, in law enforcement, uh, every other year, um, she missed all the holidays, you know, all Thanksgiving, she was working Christmas, she was working. And, uh, just, you know, we're, we're, we were talking about doing something special for those people. And even, even, um, even going into some of these grocery stores, um, and just saying, Hey, thanks for your hard work, you know, um, dropping some stuff off in the, it's all about whatever you can do, whatever kind of act of kindness that you can do um, to encourage people. We need that in our day. We really do. And and what better, who better to do that than the church? Yeah. You know, and, um, um, you know, I, there's all sorts of things. And Brother Jonathan brought up several good ones. I think feeding people is really good. We, you know, with the way inflation is nowadays and, and the the struggles that people are dealing with, um, sometimes people just won't. They, the book of Jude says it best, and some having compassion, compassion. making a difference. Yeah. We've, we've got, you know, it goes back to that whole post-pandemic uh, world that we live in. Everybody wants to put their headphones on and be in yeah. their own world. They don't want you to mess with them. They're not going to mess with you. And it's cold. 
It's cold. Yep. And some people, they just want somebody to be nice to them. Yeah. And you, you'd be surprised that, uh, you know, you can just sit down next to somebody and, and ask them how their day's going, you yeah. know, or, or just show them that you love them, show them that you care for them. And there's many, many ways. And it ain't got to be, it's not got to be anything huge. I was going to um, say, <clears throat> I guess our mentality and part of it, um, nothing wrong with dreaming big. You know, nothing we're wrong with that it at all. A very early age. Absolutely. And I, I think some people need to dream bigger than they than they have. But um, a lot of times we have the mentality of dreaming big and, and wanting big. But at the same time, um, a small act of kindness. Um, you know, you may not have the uh, you may not have a lot of people at your church. You may be in a rural area. You may mm-hmm. not have the resources that some other churches have. And you say, well, I can't I can't do this and I can't do that. Don't focus on what you can't do. Um, start start with the small steps sure, and work right. towards. And uh, I'm still learning our community. I was born and raised in Surrey County, so not far from Wilkes County, but I'm still learning our community, learning, uh, learning our area, our fire department, things of that nature. But one of the things I did um, in Western North Carolina, we done a public official Sunday. Uh, once I learned some of the some of the officials and and then uh, our first responders and things of that nature. And uh, but it's amazing just the the small acts of kindness, um, just putting together. I think Brother Jonathan already mentioned it, but putting together some some bags, some goodie bags, and just running by your local sheriff's office or uh, fire department and say, "Hey, look, we appreciate the service y'all give, and uh, we just want you to know from the church we appreciate you." And um, you can always a lot of those things you can put a gospel witness in, absolutely uh, a gospel track. Yeah. We always, <clears throat> if it goes out from here, yeah, there is the gospel somewhere in absolutely. it. Absolutely, I've got um, for our church. I bought. I bought several. I found some tracks that say "Thank you for your service" on the front of it, mm-hmm. and on the inside, it gives the it gives the gospel. Yeah. And um, and so, what I encourage our people to do when you're out somewhere, and I do this a lot, um, you know, if if I'm in a restaurant or something, I always put a tip in that, lay it down on the table when I'm done. But another way you can use Be something sure like that good. and tip good. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Tip real good. Yeah. But um, um, another way you can use that, I have went up, I have seen, uh, which just be careful if you ever do this because um, they're going to, it's going to be strange, but I have seen, you know, police officers or even a sheriff's deputy sitting somewhere. And um, uh, like I said, make sure your hands are visible, but I have went up to those guys and handed them, you know, a $20 bill in one of those and just say, Hey, I just want to pay for your supper. And, you know, thank you for your service. Thank yeah. you for what you're doing. Just want to let you know I'm praying for you and thank you. And, and people remember stuff like that. You know, yeah. um, one of the things I think that we have to work to, to be more, yeah, we need to be more observant of yeah. people. Sure. You know, you, if you see somebody at the grocery store and, you know, there's been some times where, you know, I'll just be looking around and I'll see a guy over here. He's got his, you know, he might be buying just two or three things and he sits there and, and he ain't got his cash or he can't find his money or what. I'll just, I'll say, hey, just here, I'll take care of it. And then I'll throw one of those little tracks at him and sure. say, hey, man, I appreciate you. Have a good day. Yeah. Um, small acts but, of kindness. But if you're stuck in your own little world and yeah. you're, not, you're not observing people, um, and that's easy to do. Yeah. That comes natural almost that you're in your own little world and you're not worried about anybody around you. But, you know, little, little things like that, um, people 
don't forget. And I think that's what they Paul was trying forget. to remind the church of Ephesus when he said redeem the time. Um, sure. You know, we can't go back and change our past, but that redeem the time, that's that's buying up every opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's, Absolutely. That's um, walking yep. circumspectly. You're, 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 you're judging every step, but also you're looking. You're looking for opportunities. And I yep. think volunteering, you know, especially sure. um, if, if the Lord's allowed you uh, your work schedule, things of that nature, mm-hmm. um, there's opportunities to, uh, Brother Jonathan's already mentioned about being a chaplain at the hospital, things of that nature, just volunteering, taking some time uh, to go out into your community. Um, we can't stay behind a desk and that's right. And, and I'm not going to. No. I'm not a desk pastor. 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 <laughs> pastor. <laughs> I'm not a desk pastor. Hey, you know, uh, I I'm preach. Just, I'm not going to do it. I preached last Sunday morning out of First Thessalonians chapter five, and there's there's um, there's a couple things right there in that passage that. You know the Bible. The Bible outlines itself pretty much. It says, "Let us not sleep. Let us watch and be sober, and let us put on the armor." Yeah. And you know that the problem is in our day we're spiritually asleep. A lot of people are, and then they're not watching. They're not sober. They're not alert. They're not aware of everything around them. And I'm. I'm. You know, I'm just being very practical with that. Um, there, contextually, there's a lot more, you know, sure. in that passage. But, but you know, just practically, you know, people need to wake up. They need to look around. They need to be yeah. aware. And, and you know, that passage is, is, is written toward brothers and sisters in Christ. And what's the point behind all that? I mean, well, we just we need to be aware at what's yeah. going on so we can be an effective witness so that we can be the child of God that he wants us to be so that we can give somebody else the gospel before, before, you know, the rapture takes place, you know, and, and and, we know there's more than just pastors listening. I want to say this, if you're part of a Bible leaving church, you know, you're saved by the grace of God. Don't rely solely on your pastor to visit. Don't, That's right. Don't leave That's it. Right. Don't yeah. leave it as his responsibility. You know, there's opportunities where you might have a friend in the hospital. What a great opportunity to go by there. And yes, you can call your pastor. And if it's one of our members, and I get a phone call and say, "Look, I've got a friend in the hospital. I'm going to run by there and see him. Mm-hmm. You know, pray with him." Yeah. Uh, but absolutely. use the opportunity that as as a child of God, if if God has. Uh, put that in front of you. Um, yes, your pastor can go, but you could go also and, and use that as an opportunity to share your faith, your testimony. Um, and especially if it's a relative or, or a friend, a lot of times that's going to be more meaningful um, than than the pastor. Sure. Um, still going to be meaningful for the pastor to go by. Uh, but there's a lot of things, um, whether it's in the workplace or whether it's a situation in the rice ministry, uh, a lot of times ministry is, is most effective uh, when someone is going through a battle. Uh, such as in the hospital, things of that nature. But there's a lot of yeah. things, small acts of kindness that we can do along the way. And there's there's people out there that you know, there's people out there that I can't I can't reach, right. but you can. Right. Sure. There's people that you know. You're talking about family members. You're talking mm-hmm. about people. I told our church last night um, while I was preaching. I said, you know, we lose sight of this, but the Great Commission was given to everybody. Yeah. Everybody. It wasn't just we given to the, the pastor. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't just the pastor. It wasn't just for the, the Sunday school teacher or the deacon. It right. was for everybody. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's people out there that they can reach that I can't reach. There's people I can reach that they won't reach. But it only but they only get reached when we're all working together. When we're working together. Right. Yeah. And know? when we're reaching. Yep. Yeah. You got to reach. You got to go You got to reach. Yeah. You got to You got to do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope that helps you a little bit, gives you some things to think about. 
of how to get involved in your community. The most effective way to get involved in your community is to join a local church. Amen to that. To Amen, Amen to that. That's right. Hope you have a good day, and thank you for listening to another episode of What Now? Conversations for Life.